0: It's been an amazing uh, couple of weeks. Last weekend, uh, a few of us went down to Pantown Presbyterian Church to share and preach on on Holy Spirit, and we had a, an amazing time, a wonderful time. And uh, it's amazing how the Lord just implants a word in your heart, and how then it keeps coming up time on time after time. And the word for the, for the Presbyterian church, and uh, was, was this one in, in John chapter seven. He says, Jesus stood up and cried out and he said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures said, out of his belly, out of his heart, out of his innermost being, out of his inner man will flow rivers of living water. And he was talking about the Holy Spirit. And that's what we talked about at that weekend and that's what we ministered to them and it was just an, it was an amazing time, it was a wonderful privilege to go and share the word of God at a at a different community. And it always helps us to understand and love our own community as well. We are we are really blessed and it was just been so wonderful just to worship God this morning. To worship him and, and, and put him on lift him up on high. And if we have a look at the, the, the week and something also happened in, in this week from when I, I, we were here, uh, Joel left, Amy's, Amy's husband left, uh, Tuesday two weeks ago and he left and, uh, we said goodbye at the, in our, in our driveway and there was lots of tears. Amy was in floods of tears. She didn't know when she was going to see her husband. She was waiting for a visa and it could take anything from about three weeks to three months. And so there was an uncertainty. When was she going to see her husband? When was the bride going to be reunited with her husband? And uh, so she was very sad that night. And in the morning, she woke up, and there was an SMS. There was an email on her on her phone saying her visa had been granted, and that she would uh, she could book a a plane ticket, and uh, within five days she could be gone. And so she left last week. And uh, sorry, on Friday she she left yesterday. No, she left on Friday. I'll get it right, you know. <laughs> and she arrived uh, in Munich uh, yesterday. I got that one. Is that right? Yeah. She arrived in Munich yesterday, and reunited with her, her her husband, with 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 the bridegroom. And it's been amazing to watch a love story, this wonderful love story, develop over this year, and just to see how madly in love she is with her, her husband and the and the pain that it caused her that she wasn't going to be with him for a, an und, undefined time. For a whole 11 days, a whole 11 days they were separated and they are reunited now. But it's this, it's this story, it's this love story and... Uh, it's always a picture of the gospel, the bridegroom and the bride. And we are the bride. And this bridegroom loves us dearly and uh, has gone away to prepare a place for us and is moving the furniture around. And, and Joel in this week has been buying furniture and buying stuff. And, uh, and tomorrow they off together. they off together to go to a furniture store and buy uh, some household plants and a few things like that. And it's this just wonderful adventure of coming together. The bride and the bridegroom are meant to be together. The husband and wife are meant to be together. They're not meant to be apart, they're meant to be together. And that's the presence of God being with them. That's who you and I we are. We are meant to be so in love with the bridegroom that we are yearning. To go and be with him. Jonathan has emphasized that in, in the last uh, couple of years. That he wants to go and be with Jesus. And so we as the bride, are we getting ourselves ready? Are we preparing ourselves for that great and glorious day. His reappearing when he comes to take us home. Are we, are we making ourselves ready? Are we walking in the, in the joy of our salvation? Psalm twenty seven. We shared at House Church, and Paul was sharing about his father's conversion and his father's walk with Jesus. And at a time when everything had gone south and there was there was the, the house was being auctioned and there was uh, uh, the things were, were not in a good place, he was deeply buried in the scripture. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I may seek after, that I, might, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord. The one thing that you have asked. Is that the one thing that you have asked today? That you might dwell in the house of the Lord, in the presence of God. We are those kind of people. And it's just a wonderful thing. To, I love the scripture, the Psalm 27. It says that in the last verse, it says, Wait for the Lord, be strong. Wait for the Lord. This is in the context of, of a battle of a fight of of children turning against you of as as David is preaching his sons had some some of his sons had turned against him there were people slandering him there were people out to kill him and he says in verse 14 wait for the lord be strong and let your heart take courage we need our hearts to take courage today in the in the, where we live If you read the newspapers, we need to take courage. Wait for the Lord. It actually was verse 13 that I was really wanting, but that was really good verse. He says in verse 13, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord and see the land in the land of the living. In the land of the living. Sorry, let me read that again. I believe that I should look upon the Lord. That I shall look upon the Lord. And that's what we've been doing in worship. We've been looking upon the Lord. Look upon His goodness. We've experienced His goodness. In the land of the living. Now, today, 2018, I don't know what the date is. It's the 16th of September. Hey, I'm quite good. I'm I'm sharp. What have you missed, uh, Evelyn? 16th of September. It's an important day. Her grandson's birthday. Remember to phone him when you get home. I knew I said that for a reason. I'm quite prophetic. There's a, there's a reason I, I said that, said that day today. But we will see the goodness of God today. And we do. Each of us. And we need to, we need to work in that and walk in that and enjoy that. But, uh, my scripture for the day, my, my real scripture for the day, I've already had two already, is Ephesians chapter three, verse fourteen to nineteen. may have the strength, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the height, and the depth, and the length, and, the, and the, 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 the greatness of God's love. And that you would know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled with the fullness of God. It's talking about the Holy Spirit, yeah, doing something in our lives and doing something in our hearts. And when I think about the Holy Spirit, quite often, as I've just been preaching at, at the Pinetown Presby, I, you think about the, about the power of the Holy Spirit to do miracles and to do signs and wonders and to bring life to unregenerate people, to, to, to change people's lives, to transform lives. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah, he's talking about an inner power, a strength that he gives to us so that we can what? So that we can know, know, an intimate knowing of the love of God, that we would know and understand the love of God. What's the goal? What's the goal? What's God's end goal for you and me? And I keep emphasizing it is that we be conformed into the image of His Son. What's the goal in this scripture? That we would be filled with the fullness of God. I don't want to have a shallow, empty life. I want my life to be full of God. And I know when there are times when I when I neglect God, when I when I when I don't seek Him and when I don't find Him, I suddenly find that I'm 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 not satisfied. I'm, 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 I'm not satisfied because I haven't got my satisfaction in Him. That's where we get our satisfaction. Once we first have loved Him, once we are in love with Him, once we are overwhelmed by His love, everything else flows from that. Everything. Everything flows, flows from knowing God. From knowing the love. Experientially. Sometimes I look at at, at 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 us as a community and look at my life and I look and I say, Why don't we get on sometimes? Why don't we give more? Why don't I give more? Why don't I share my faith more? Why don't I walk and and, and, and share it more? Why do I Why do I fight? Why am I so greedy? Why am I so why do I take so much stuff on? and sometimes i look at the at the symptoms and 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 people come with with queries in their lives and we look at at the symptoms but we need to go to the heart matter john 7:37 was talking about your inner being from in your inner being will flow rivers of living water jesus says that he will change our hearts he will make something beautiful of our lives isn't that a, isn't that a wonderful thing So Paul is not really talking about the outward looks. Whether your shirt is tucked in. Whether your fly is down. That's not, I mean it might be important. <laughs> but, but Costa preached uh, half a sermon the other day. for yeah, And his fly was down for half the sermon. I was in trouble for not telling him earlier. But the, the external issues. It's the heart issue. If you and I, if I understood the love of Christ, if I got, a, if I can get a glimpse of that, and that's the journey that I'm on, and it is a journey. We are being changed from glory to glory. It's not just a once-off, once-off thing. It's, it's we walking in Him. It's a journey. It's a journey. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning to fall more in love with Jesus to realize that the most important thing I do is not prepare a good sermon, although hopefully uh, it'll be good. But the the most important thing you and I do is that we are in love with Jesus and that we connect with Him. It doesn't matter whether you're a preacher or whether you're an accountant or whether you're a teacher or a granny or whatever it is. You are called to live in, in the love of Jesus and live out of that. And so Paul here, what does he do to these Ephesians? For this reason, the first thing he does, he's done this amazing chapter. One, two are like uh, the most incredible chapters. And then in chapter three, he says, for this reason, so he's talking about all the stuff that he's talked about before. I bow on my knees before the Father. So he bows the knee. He, he bows. In, in the modern world, we don't bow much. Uh, maybe if you get a, an audience with the Queen, you—I uh, I don't know whether you, whether you, you just—it's you, just a very British—and you—and you—and you just do a little bow. Uh, but yeah, he bows and bows, bows on his knees. He gets on his knees before God, before the Creator of the universe, before the Holy One, before. Uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of the Lords, and he's and he's and he's praying for these Ephesians that he's talking about, and I'm praying for the for us Syripterians. Surreptir- I'm praying the, all the stuff that Paul is Paul is praying. That according to the riches of whose glory, God's glory, the glory of God, that that's what he how he's praying that he may grant you to be strengthened. So there's a there's a granting. It's a, it's from God. You know, it happens through prayer. As I pray for you, as you pray for the, your, those, those uh, people in your community, in your family, in, in your, those, those children of yours, as you pray, you, this is what you can pray, that the Lord would grant them the, the strength to be empowered in their inner being, that they would know the love of God. That's what they need to know. I have a, somebody who's... He's in depression. And his wife phoned me up and said, he's very depressed. He's, he's nearly suicidal. Will you meet with him? And so sometime this week, I'm going to meet with this man. And he's depressed. And I've been thinking, Lord, what, what do I give him? What do I give him? Well, I started both by praying this prayer. That God would grant him the strength to, to see how much God loves him. Because if he sees that, if he just gets a little inkling of what Jesus did on the cross, a lot of that, a lot of the, the, the depression, a lot of the stuff will disappear. And so, I can't do it. Even going to the Presby's last week and, and thinking, Okay, I'm up. I'm billed as the main main person for the, for the weekend. I'm completely dependent on God if He doesn't show up. All I do is I'm a conduit. I introduce and, and, and preach the Word and let the Word do its do it stuff and I let uh, the Holy Spirit come and teach us. So I'm asking the Holy Spirit to teach you something really important today. And you might say, you know it. You might say, You have, because many of us here have been Christians for more than 30 years. Many of us here. And so you might say that you know that you're loved. I don't know whether any of you have ever tried to set up your children. You see somebody and you say, Oh, that would make a great husband for Amy. Or that would make a great wife for Anthony. And you, and you kind of sometimes can be a little bit manipulative. You can try and arrange uh, meetings and you can try and, try and set things up. But in actual fact, you can't make it happen. God has to do that. God has to put it, their love, love for each other in their hearts. And with Amy, we had no choice in the matter. We were a million miles away. So I'll have to... Anthony's right. Yeah, so uh, he's in trouble. <laughs> but we can't make people fall in love with us. We only make the introduction sometimes. The creator of the universe, the only one who really matters, do you know today that he is so in love with you? Do you know? How much does he love you? In John chapter 15 verse 9 it says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you Abide in my love. So this is Jesus talking. The, the kind of love that Jesus has for us. How much is it? As much as the Father loved the Son. As much as, as much as God loved His Son, He loves you and I. And He sent His Son to die for us. And His Son loves us with that same kind of love, that same kind of passion. And we need to be overwhelmed by that. That's why I love that song. May we never lose our wonder. May, we, may you never lose the wonder of the love of God in your heart. Now, you never lose the wonder of what He did on the cross. Now, you never lose the wonder of, of the fact that Holy Spirit comes now and makes His home in us. In fact, it, in, earlier on in John, it says that everybody comes and makes their homes in us and we experience the fullness of God. We, I mean, this is this—it's just mind-blowing. All my fuses are going. So... You are loved. You are loved, beloved. It's a love that surpasses even knowledge. And I'm not saying that knowledge is unimportant. But when we get, when we're overwhelmed by His love, it pales into insignificance in comparison to this, uh, this, the, the, the knowledge of God. I can know everything about it. I can go and read all the books and read, this, read the different commentaries. And know and c- can answer every query and every, uh, there's a whole lot of controversies in the scriptures that, that, that come out. And, and I could answer all of them or have an opinion on it. But I want to be full of love. I want to have a love which surpasses knowledge. So we have a look at it, it's P- uh, the Peter when he, asks, when he gets asked. Who do you say I am? And Peter says, you are the Christ. The son of the, the, son of the living God, you are the Christ. And, and Jesus says, you didn't get that by head knowledge, that was revealed to you by God. And I want to walk in that revelation, that as I read the scriptures, that these scriptures would reveal how much I am loved. You know, we really don't want to say today, I don't want anybody to go away from here today saying, I think he loves me. It would almost be a blasphemy to say that I think he loves me because he loves you. The, The word of God declares that he loves you. You know, when we see what he did on the cross, while we are sinners, he, he died for us. And we see, I don't know whether you have any of you seen the Passion movie, it just gives a little bit of a picture of the pain and suffering that Jesus went through for, for you, for you and me. And he loves you. Let's not be British and say that was that's very nice. Let this overwhelm our hearts, overwhelm our our lives. Let's respond and sing, oh, how He loves me. Let's sing how deep the Father's love for us. Are Are you sure today that Jesus Christ is crazy about you, that He's in love with you? Are you sure about that? I know that Joel is crazy about Amy and Amy is crazy about about Joel. They're madly in love. I know that. I know that without a doubt. You know, the Scripture says, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Well, that's, that's the world. But, but uh, let's take it down to earth. Let's take it down to Gareth. Gareth, today, do you know That God loves you. Do you know that? Dorothy's saying yes to that. (laughs) Can you say without a doubt. That. We are we are loved by God. Or are you insecure? Why am I insecure? And I have to look at myself. And look at my ministry, and look at who I am in Jesus, and, and do I need accolades from you at the end? Do I need, am I insecure? No, I'm loved. I'm loved. I don't want to operate from insecurity. I want to operate from my new identity in Christ, that I'm a child of God, that He loves me. And that's who who we are in Jesus. If you have given your life to Jesus, if you are walking with Him, if you are following Him, then that is from where we operate. We operate from the love of God. And so I want to go back to that prayer. I want you to stand and I want the worship team and we're going to, we're going to sing a song. Which one are we singing? How deep the Father's love. And these wo- I don't know, words are not going to go up on the thing. Maybe you just listen to them. You can sing if you know them. But I can't make anything happen. You can walk away from here not touched. But I'm praying that if you're thirsty and you're hungry, if you're hungry for the more of God, the first thing we need to be infused with in our inner being, in our inner man, is the power of God to understand how much you are loved. Kathy, you are loved. You are loved by, by Jesus. You, and you need to know that. You need to know that, because that's, we're going out into a world which is, which is... Yeah, it's, it's hectic. It's, it's messed. It's, like, it's, lost it's lost its way. But we know that we are loved. And So, as these words wash over us, I'm going to ask that the Lord, that the Holy Spirit would, would work in your hearts and my hearts, that we would have a fresh revelation of His great love for us as we go to Cyprus, you need a fresh revelation this morning of, your, of his great love for you. That he goes with you and he goes ahead of you and before you and he's there for you. It's just so great. You need to know that. We need to know that even to go next door to, to, as we go through, through, through life. So I'm going to pray Paul's prayer over us, Can I add something? You can add something. I
1: just wanted to say, I think what Trisha Bird said is I just feel that Holy Spirit is on that. Because I didn't know that I was going to sing about um, blind eyes being opened. And it was just odd for Tricia to wake up with a concept of blindness. And it's kind of how Holy Spirit works. And it's just—it's not random. It's not mm. for nothing. So um, I, I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm not sure what your plan is, but... If, if there are folks here who, who want a deeper revelation, a deeper insight into, into who God is, there is something profound about not just standing up but coming forward as a, um, just as, as a sign for others to see but for God to see as well. Just a, knowing that you're, you're super serious about this. So, if you're wanting a fresh, deeper, higher perspective of who God is, perhaps as we sing the song, if you would want to come forward. Yes, Al?
0: That's great. Wonderful. Okay. So, the the blindness. And I don't think there are any real blind people Yeah, in the natural. I, don't, I think it, all, all of us can see. But as, I, as I'm preaching, this, there's, there's a kind of... In a, a, a dullness. We're starting to lose sight. We're losing sight of this wonderful truth. This wonderful truth that we are loved. And if that is for you today, come forward. Just ask somebody to pray with you. Uh, and as we sing this song, the words are profound. And I'm asking Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I pray, Lord, that you would grant even now that we would be strengthened with power through the through His Spirit in our inner being that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith and that we would be rooted and grounded in love that we may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Let us worship and Holy Spirit do it. Lord. Show us how much we are loved. Thank you.